0: Are you feeling stuck or are you unstoppable? Are you tired of creating incremental growth in your business while really wanting to make quantum leaps? Well then welcome, you found the right place to be fed. This is Susan, the founder of Unstoppable Women in Business and this podcast is for women entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, anyone who is unwaveringly focused on finding the best path to success in their business. While you're here, you're gonna be asked to think differently to get different results, to do things that are challenging, but oh, so rewarding. So come on, let's get started. Well, hello there, it's Susan here, remember me? I know, I'm sorry. I have been absent for a few weeks and I'm sorry. It has just been one of those times when things happen. It was a convergence of a lot of different things all happening at the same time. I had a conference that I went to for an entire week and I had a, just a lot of unusual things going on. I bet you can relate to that. I personally work really well with a deadline in front of me and I talk with a lot of you. And I, I think you all feel the same way. Now, I'm not saying this is a good thing. At this moment, I'm just making an observation. But I consider myself to be someone who does what they say they're going to do. It's part of my core identity. It's a value that I hold really high. And being reliable and doing what you say you're going to do, well, well, that's something I really admire in myself and in other people's. So not showing up here when I say I'm going to, has been really hard for me. So I found myself over the past few weeks on a struggle bus with this value. I have a lot of things that I have committed to. Yeah, and this podcast is one of them, but I try to schedule my time really well so that I can deliver on my commitments. But I actually did something that put me over the edge as far as being able to manage all of my commitments and something had to give, and I'm sorry. It was the podcast episodes. Here's what's been happening. I've been toying around with the idea of writing a book for a couple of years. I don't know. I see a lot of people out there publishing. I see a lot of reasons why it's a good thing to do. I've gone to a couple of book writing retreats, and that helped a lot because I had a vague outline from these retreats. I knew in essence, what I wanted to write about. And I had even reached out to a publisher that I knew I would want to work with. And the possibility just seemed to be getting more and more real to me. So about eight weeks ago, I just got this wild hair in my head that if I was going to do it, what was the chance I could finish it and have the book in hand for a conference that I'm sponsoring and speaking at in November, right? So I just like any high achiever, it's like, if I'm going to do this damn thing, I am going to see how quickly I can get it out there now that I've decided I want to do it. So I put out the query to the publisher I was talking about. And I said, hey, what's the possibility that I can have this thing done in hand by November 1st? Okay. So, okay. Again, keep in mind that I hadn't even started to write the manuscript at that point. And she looked at me and she was like, "What?" Um, but she also, I think, enjoys a good challenge. So she she after looking, you know, at her calendar for a moment, she said, "Okay, yes, it's possible." But she said, "Susan, I have to have the manuscript completed by September tenth, which was last Friday. So literally, it gave me eight weeks to write a book from scratch. And me being who I am, loving a good challenge, I decided to go for it. So I started the process. I was lucky enough to be able to meet with an editor weekly um, so she could kind of make sure I was headed in the right direction. She gave me encouragement. She gave me pointers. Um, It was in essence an accountability type partner. And so I did it. I turned the darn thing in last Friday. And I'm telling you, I don't think I have ever felt more proud of something, of doing something since giving birth to my daughters. I never thought I could do it. And if you've written a book, you know exactly what I mean. I didn't think I had enough to say. I didn't think I had the skills to organize it and certainly didn't consider myself a writer. I'm barely a journaler So this was a huge stretch goal for me, and it wasn't easy. Ladies, I'm telling you, it wasn't easy. So many times as I started writing, I would just doubt myself. There were those voices in my head were deafening sometimes. You know, that chatter that goes on, it was saying, what are you thinking no one's going to read this. You know nobody's going to read this. There were also voices that were saying, well, what happens if someone you know reads it? And they, they scoff at you. And they're like, well, who does she think she is? All the demons came out. And they came out strong. And they were trying to get me to go back into my cave and stay safe. But I made a conscious choice to not listen to those. And it wasn't easy. I just kept plugging along at first. Oh God, at first it was so hard. I I would just stare at the blank page and be like, okay, what am I going to write? But then I got past the first couple of chapters and I kind of got into a rhythm and it moved along really pretty well. But then I hit kind of like the center of the book, the meat of the matter, you know, the stuff that's really important, uh, the kind of material that, will make the book worthwhile for people to read, and that was hard. (laughs) Again, I hit kind of that wall where it took me a while to be able to get over that. Every phase was a different experience, and getting through it really helped me understand myself personally a lot more. So today, I thought it would be kind of fun to talk about doing hard things, whatever it is for you, the thing that's out there that you really want and you want to be able to accomplish it. But it's the kind of thing that's going to take you out of your comfort zone and into what the experts call the courage zone or the growth zone. That's what's on the other side. The opposite of your comfort zone is your courage zone. It's a place where you've got to do things that make you feel uncomfortable. And here's why I think this is a really good topic to talk about. I am always going to assume that the woman who listens to this podcast is a high achiever. And the reason I say that is this is a podcast dedicated to women entrepreneurs, the women who are courageous enough to either have started or are considering starting their own businesses. Now, that's not a sport for the weak at heart, my friends. So let's just assume that you, yes, you, are already courageous. Okay? Can we just have that as our common agreement? So you're courageous. Yet, I work with women like you, and I talk to women business owners all the time, that even though they're courageous, They stumble over doing things that push them out of their comfort zone. So no one is immune to it, not even me. And here's why. As high achievers, we can actually get addicted to the exhilaration or adrenaline that goes through us when we think about the idea of doing hard things. You know, here's what happens. We get all pumped up and excited about the outcome right? We love a good challenge and the pride that we feel when we accomplish it. And that's what the top of the mountain is for us, my friends. It is the idea of doing the hard thing and imagining that outcome. But we don't really like to do the things that make us feel uncomfortable. We're humans, Doing things that make us feel uncomfortable sends us into the buffer zone, you know, that place where procrastination and avoidance happens quite regularly. (laughs) Yeah, that's the feeling that comes along with doing the hard thing we committed to while we're doing it. And that is not what we really want to feel. We don't really want to feel uncomfortable. So that's why we start out really strong on any big commitment and our progress wanes as we get into the weeds of needing to do things that stretch us. Just like me with writing that doggone book. Oh yeah, when I was picturing me with the book in hand, signing copies for my conference attendees, I was stoked. I was thinking, yeah, this is going to be fun. But as chapter after chapter started rolling along, I started to get a little uncomfortable. That's when the demons were whispering to me, telling me that I was gonna make a fool of myself, and that I had no idea how to write a book. It would have been so easy to find excuses not to finish it. For anyone who's written a book, you know that the process doesn't really lend itself to fitting into your traditional schedule, right? I mean, anytime you do something that's hard, it takes a little bit more brain power, it takes concentration, you know, it's not something you slip into easily, and so you realize that you need bigger blocks of time. And what I knew with the book is I needed to do it while I was fresh and found that getting up super early in the morning and writing for a few hours each day before my normal day started was the only way that I was going to make the progress I needed to make. I not only had to do that, but I also had to decide to dedicate several weekend days to nothing but writing so I could stay on track and meet my deadline. It would have been very easy to make excuses, to procrastinate, to let the deadline slip. All I had to do was just not get up. But if I was willing to give in to those uncomfortable feelings that came up when my emotional brain offered me The thoughts around whether or not it was going to be successful, those were the ones that were designed to keep me small small and safe. I could have given into that. I could have procrastinated. I could have given up. But me? Hell no. I made up my mind that I was going to see this thing through, and I just did it. I just did it. Okay. So now I sound like Nike. Just go out and do it. Just do it, right? No, you know me. I want to share something more than just do it with you when it comes to taking on hard things. I want to give you a way to think about it so that you can work through from the beginning to the end how you're going to climb your next mountain, how you're going to take yourself out of the comfort zone and do something that you really want to do It's been out there for a while, but you haven't gotten to it yet. So are you ready? Here's what I was able to uncover when I dug under the covers and deconstructed a few things that I've done, like the book, that took me out of my comfort zone. Here's what I think is important for you to keep in mind as you consider your next big thing, all right? So the first thing is focusing on the decision, the decision to do it. Now, I don't know about you, but I can be pretty impetuous when making a decision that I want to do something new and inspirational, right? I get caught up in that emotion of what the outcome will feel like and look like. Oh, yes. Have you ever heard of shiny object syndrome? SOS? Of course you have. This is what's happening. I would say that you should be very careful and not make a decision based on emotion. When something pops into your mind, or if someone presents you with an idea that sounds really cool, really shiny, really new, really exciting, take a beat. Wait until the emotion simmers down just a little bit. And if you can, take the time to look at the upsides and the downsides of committing to this new idea. All right? So it may be 24 hours, that you need to take 24 hours. You need to literally put pen to paper, write down what are all the positives or the upsides of doing this. On the converse side, what's the negatives, the downsides of doing what you're thinking about, but consider all the implications of committing to this new goal or project. If you do this, you're gonna make a much more well-informed decision that you can commit to, the decision is where it all starts. And I said the word commit, and that's an important part of it because here's one last thing that I have to say about making this decision to do something hard, something that takes you out of your comfort zone. Make sure that it fits into your overarching vision for your company and the current goals that you have in place. Because if you have committed, right, to this vision for your company and to the goals that you want, you really wanna be setting your goals, those top three to five things that you're gonna accomplish once a year, and then decide everything else that you'll commit to that will support you achieving that goal, all right? So I think you've picked on something that um, is the next step in this, because I'm saying the word quite a bit here, and it's the it's the word commitment. When you make a commitment to move forward on something, it is something that'll push you out of your comfort zone, but you want to make sure that it's tied to your bigger commitment that you've made to your business. All right. I love it. One last thing I want you to, to hear is... Once you have decided what it is you want to do and you've made a commitment to it because you believe it fits in with your vision, I want you to do one final thing before really moving forward on it. I want to ask you to check on what's your motivation, okay? So what's the motivation behind wanting to do something. So for example, are you making this decision out of an emotion of scarcity or fear, or are you making this decision from a feeling of confidence and power? Now I ask you this because so many times when I coach with women who are putting themselves out on the line, doing things that feel uncomfortable, they're doing it from a fear that if they don't, they won't be able to grow their business. Let me give you an example of this, okay? Let's say you're launching a new program. And as part of that strategy, you're considering running a series of Facebook ads, right? And you're gonna commit quite a bit of cash to this effort. You're putting a full-on press, you wanna get it out there, you're really budgeting a big chunk of money, and it's a little bit scary you need to put together a strong strategy and a solid message. But it's important. So the question is, should you do it? Well, here is where you have to consider your motivation and where it's coming from. Are you considering doing this because of your confidence in what you're doing and how this campaign will play a strong role in a successful launch? Or are the thoughts out In the back of your mind, are they about how you can't find enough people without these ads? And so you're willing to throw money at it, right? So the motivation behind a strong strategy, rather than throwing money into something you hope works, is totally different. Check your motivation and make sure you like the decision you're making and the source of the motivation. Is it fear and scarcity, or is it confident and powerful? All right, once you make that decision from a solid feeling of confidence and power, go, go, do, don't keep rethinking it, don't hesitate, don't stop, watch for signs, of a wavering conviction to your decision, knowing that it's gonna happen. If you're pushing yourself far enough outside of your comfort zone, it's gonna happen. You're gonna go, you're gonna get started, and then all of a sudden you're gonna, you're gonna start to waver. As a matter of fact, I think you should plan for it. Don't be surprised by it. Don't stumble or procrastinate when the inevitable happens. Just know it's part of the process. And when you hear that small, or sometimes not so small, dissenting voice telling you to simmer down and back off and rethink your decision, this is the time to stand up and say, yep, I knew you were coming, and I'm going to go forward despite what the voice is trying to tell you. Because you can go into that courage zone. You can do hard things that make you feel uncomfortable, and you'll live to tell about it, believe me. You have a book inside of you. You have a career speaking that will put you in the spotlight and help get your message out to the world. You have so many people who are waiting for you to bring your brilliance to them, to help them, because everything they've longed to be, to live a life that they know is waiting for them, and you can have an impact on that. So go. Go forth and be brave, and do the damn thing that scares you, you can do it. You can feel uncomfortable. You can know you can do it anyway. (laughs) Hey, I cannot wait for the publishing of the book. I'm telling you, in the next couple of weeks, I'll be rolling out my PR strategy for the book release. You'll be hearing from me. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. So stay tuned. I'm really happy with how it turned out, and I know there's a lot of value inside the pages that I wrote. So I can't wait to tell you more about it. Until then, I want you to have an amazing week. It's good to be back here. Uh, till we meet again, you go get them, girl. Can't wait to talk with you. Bye. Hey there, lady. What are you doing? We need to get to know each other better. Come on over and visit me at www.unstoppablewomeninbusiness.com and check it out. I've got so much good stuff over there for you and I would love to get to know you better. So come on, come on over, let's hang out.